0: Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast with Kirsty and Isaac. If you are an Amazon seller looking to grow your business with some of the latest tactics and strategies, along with some great guidance for your overall business, then you are in the right place. So pay attention and if needed, take notes. Let's get started.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast. It's Kirsty and Isaac here. This podcast was developed by and for Amazon sellers to highlight the very best strategies on how to grow your Amazon business and to get valuable insight from sellers to illustrate the ups and downs of selling on this incredible platform. In this episode, we're going to be speaking with a friend and member of ours who is an Amazon seller herself, Heather York.
2: That's right. So hi, Heather. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Yeah, very good. So Heather, you're out in California, right? Whereabouts in California are you? I'm in LA County, Pasadena specifically.
0: You're supposed to say
1: LA.
2: No.
0: It's not. when you live here it's not glamorous
2: <laughs> it's always on the films right that's yeah. why that's what it looks like yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, i like how hollywood so, boulevard just looks like a big crack street and it's like oh this is to be like the coolest thing in all of hollywood
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> actually i remember once staying in downtown la i was actually on my way to a conference in vegas what? Yeah, I just ended up in downtown LA along the way. Perfect to be uh,
1: for a person by themselves.
2: Oh yeah, I was walking around. I thought I was in the set of The Walking Dead. I was like, "What is going on, Johnny?" <laughs> it was yep. crazy. But then you've got some really cool places as well. So sorry about that. I'm not. We're not dissing your. You know your uh, area. <laughs> oh uh, no,
0: worries. We're looking at moving, so it's okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> cool. So before we're going to jump into you know your story let's just get a little bit to know about you, you know, we like to kind of do a bit of a dive on, you know, what were you doing before you started on Amazon? How did you find it even, you know, and um, maybe you can give us a bit of background story about, you know, that journey.
0: Sure. Um, Well, I think my story is probably a lot like other people's. Um, You know, I had uh, two kids who were living in a tiny apartment in L.A., And uh, working, my husband and I are both working, but still living paycheck to paycheck. And so we actually moved out of Los Angeles and we moved up to Portland, Oregon, just to give our kids a better place to grow up, I guess you could say. Um, So we did that in 2008, I believe. And then, um, but it was kind of the the same. It was a much nicer place to live. um, And we were happier, but we were still both having to work full-time jobs and still living paycheck to paycheck. Um, And I always had something, you know, I wanted to have my own business. I was tired of being an employee, but there was never anything that I could come up with to do that. So we kind of just lived our lives. And then um, in 2012, we decided to move back to Los Angeles because this is where both of my sisters live. And my nieces and nephews and I felt like I was missing out on there growing up. And so we came back. My husband at that time had started his own business. He was doing internet marketing. Oh cool. Uh, yeah, but but um he was kind of floundering, didn't you know, you start a new business but you don't have any I guess what anybody who starts a new business doesn't necessarily have experience in starting a business, but there was no classes or courses or anything so he's kind of just winging it. Um I was going to try when we moved back to LA to not get a job. I wanted to like be a stay-at-home mom, have so my like husband every actor sit. in LA right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like okay, I need my husband's business to work so I can be a stay-at-home mom and you know just like have fun. Um, but very quickly came to the realization that living in LA is not cheap. And so I got another full-time job pretty right away um, and did that for a couple of years. And then in 2015, and my sister Emily has a couple friends who had started their Amazon journeys and they had approached her with the amazing selling machine course. Um, so she brought that to me and my other sister, Jennifer's attention. Um, And that's kind of just where the the whole thing started. It was, you know, the course was expensive and we were all, you know, working our full time jobs. I had no savings. And so it's kind of like, well, this sounds like it could be a good opportunity, but it's expensive and, you know, we didn't really know what would come of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Uh, But I suppose with you saying like, you know, with your husband starting his business and starting um, selling online, you probably also knew that, you know, you can't, you basically, you don't know what you don't know, right? So having at least some form of system that other people have done that kind of, you know, you can see some results from that, it can, I think it gives you a bit more of a safety net is that how you felt when you kind of went into it obviously you didn't know if it was going to work for you guys but at least you've got your your two sisters that you're doing it with so there's kind of three of you and also uh the fact that other people had done this system before so it had the potential to work did did that help you uh, kind of make a decision and move forward
0: well what i guess what it was was that her friends were had already started and they were selling on amazon and um with one of her friends in particular she was at a point where um, her first product actually was doing really well, and so then she was, like, really close to being able to quit her full-time job and just solely live off of Amazon, and so knowing someone personally that was doing it uh, made it easier Yeah. for for us to be, okay, so this isn't just a bunch of success stories and people that we don't know and you know, cause we we had no clue. We watched videos, we did some research, but we still had no idea what we were going to get ourselves into.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think it's just like when you go on Amazon to buy anything and you read the one-star reviews, then you read the five-star reviews. I'm like, which one's correct? Like, which one's true? I have no idea. Like it could be the worst thing in the world or it could be the best thing in the world. This just depends on the person who has, you know, that experience. So that's a, I think that's a key factor for a lot of people is, you know, if they know somebody that's a bit closer to, the success, then they know that it's possible. So it's easier for them to jump in and take that risk.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that, that's what I guess was promising. So we um, the three of us decided that we were going to just go ahead and do it. And just, so we bar- we actually borrowed the money for the course and then we just worked on it nights and weekends while we all continued with our regular day jobs and really earn the midnight oil, I guess you could say, because we were determined to make it work as fast as possible.
1: Yeah. yeah. So let's kind of talk about like when you started actually the the selling and the product development process, like, how long did it take you to finally get your product from the time you, you know, purchased the the training to essentially when you launched and when you were actually started selling? How long was that process and kind of what was that process like?
0: Well, let's see. I mean, it was a while ago, so it's a little hard to remember. It seems like it took forever. Um, It probably took about maybe six to eight months before we actually had our product in our hands. Mm -hmm. You know, we had to, we did the whole, um, our our first product, we followed all the guidelines per the ASM course. It wasn't necessarily something that we liked. It was just like it fits all the criteria. Um, It was a simple product. So, um, once we found our supplier in China and got the samples and we were able to make some changes to it, then um, yeah, we got the product. I don't know if that was fast or slow, but it's I would say probably about eight months before we are ready to actually start selling on Amazon.
1: Gotcha.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah that's, I think that's great.
1: As I said, that's about average for most people is that, you know, do things right. If you try to speed up and do it faster, you might just do things incorrectly or, do them in such a fast way that you're not planning your business properly. Right.
2: Yeah. And I think, how did you find it with uh, working with two other people um to make the decision, number one, to make the decisions and also to kind of give you support along the way? What was it like working with your sisters?
0: It's amazing, to be honest. I mean, my sisters are my best friends, which helps a lot. Yeah. Um, I know that, and I think... I mean, maybe not for Jennifer. She's a little bit more industrious than we are, than Emily and I. But if I were doing it by myself, I would have quit a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and the reason why is, I mean, it is a lot of work. And we, so in the beginning with all the training videos, all three of us watched them. So it was as if, as if we were one. But then I had these, you know, my sisters that we could, the ideas off of and, um, you know, survey the name with all of our family members and there were certain things that we discovered that, you know, one of us was better at than the other. You know, and so kind of divvying out the specific tasks and things like that made it a lot easier.
2: Yeah. Cause just having three of you and and kind of figuring that out to say, well, actually we all need different roles because it's like having it's like having a supercharged team, really. You know, there's a lot of people that start the business alone, like you said. Get stuck on decision making, but also then want to hire out, but then don't know how to hire or don't know what role to hire for. So, at least you three, you kind of like got individual roles and you can kind of supercharge the growth, which I think is awesome as well. But I think you made a good point there. You're best friends, right? And you're also family. In one one instance, that could be kind of bad in a way, but it can also be really good because you can be really honest and open with each other. And I think, you know, that is the key for a business partner, right? You have to be able to say when you're feeling like crap, but also be able to, you know, say when you feel that someone else is feeling like crap as well. How do yeah. you guys manage that? <laughs>
0: because, I mean, I, I mean, there's definitely, you know, we've had moments where we don't come to, you know, a unanimous decision on something. Um, and and I think in the beginning it, it maybe delayed some things or halted some things until we could handle whatever the disagreement was. Um, But, but ultimately now what we do is it's kind of like a majority vote. The third person, if they're not in total agreement, but they're in some agreement, but the other two are, you know, on board with it, then, then we go ahead and just do it. Um, But there's been times where I, I was just done and having, you know, Emily and Jennifer kind of like, pump me up and create more motivation for me um yeah that's what's kept us going we've done we've done the same you know for for all three of us
2: yeah no I think that's an awesome point because there might be some people listening that they're like you know I really want to get into this but I, I feel like the pressure is too much just for myself so you know just finding either someone who you really trust a friend um you know a sister a brother whatever um to be able to work on it together just gives you that nice balance I think in terms of what how you're describing it so obviously you said there that there were some things that kind of got in your way that potentially you might have quit at some point if you haven't had your your sisters there what what hurdles were they would you think how did you how did you what did you face you know initially and how did you best overcome it
0: well with our first product um, like I said it was a product that we didn't like but it met the criteria per the course um that product totally flopped we didn't know what we were doing and um like we didn't know about the amazon ppc i'm 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 assuming that we were running ppc at the time but i actually couldn't tell you if we were we didn't know about listing optimization um there's just a lot that we didn't know as far as really getting the product to launch properly and whatnot so um that product totally fizzled out mm-hmm. um and i just so want to be clear yeah. that
1: the, the course we're talking about is the asm amazing selling machine course yes. not through our coaching program or anything like that just in case people. no don't.
0: at this point yeah at this point in time i didn't know that you guys existed yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway so after that happened um that's where i was like okay this sucks you know i'm i'm in debt to doing this and i don't want to do it anymore because it, it was um Although the training was good and we learned a lot, it wasn't enough for me to to, to feel like this is something that we could make successful. Um, but Emily and Jennifer, but Emily specifically was like, okay, what about this new product? Um, this is something that um, is more fun. It's something that we actually liked. And so, you know, I was like, okay, fine. We'll just give it a, another go. And so then we actually... Um, We still had the first product because we wanted to sell out of stock on that before we were officially done with it. And then we just started essentially from scratch. Uh, We found a supplier, we got a new brand name, you know. So we just went through all the steps again. And with our second product, I think this was in 2016, um, we launched that, and it was doing a lot better. Uh, We still were.
2: Yeah, we still were, like, any any money that we
0: were making from Amazon, we were putting right back into Amazon. So um, we're now, like, in the second year of Amazon and, you know, we hadn't been paid any profit or anything, but we were we were starting to get excited about it.
2: Yeah. Well, I think there's, there's an interesting learning there as well that you – obviously, your first product just completely failed, right? A lot of people do go through that process where mm-hmm. – because like we said earlier you're following a step but you still don't know what you don't know as you said you also don't really know until you've done it it's a weird kind of process isn't it because you kind of have to do it without really knowing what you're doing but then you have to learn yourself along the way you know what works what didn't work but I think the key point and this I I believe this is a a key difference between people that succeed and people that don't succeed is the fact that you just did it again right you gave it another go you found a different product you're like right okay let's let's go for it so you believed enough or you well actually maybe you tell us like what what was the i know you said emily can't found another product but what kind of pushed you all forward do you think the the key thing
0: i think um part of it was just having more excitement about the product itself you know if you're if you're if you have a product and you have no emotional attachment to it which is fine and a lot of people do it that way. it just—it's hard to stay motivated to want to make it successful. So with the second product, which they were um, starry string lights, like little copper wire lights, um, they were cute and they were fun and um, they were popular at the time. Um, we kind of got right in there. It's not why we decided to do the product was because of its popularity, but we just—it just happened to go that way. Um, yeah. I don't know. It was just more, it was more exciting. It was just like, okay, this is something that still fits the criteria, but it's, it's something that we liked. Yeah. So there's, there was still so much that we didn't understand, but there was also a lot that we learned from failing with the first product.
2: Yeah. yeah. And so
0: recognizing that, okay, the first product totally sucked and we could have quit, but, we've already invested so much because not only did we borrow money for the course, we borrowed money for our first stock of inventory, you know, and we weren't making any money on the first product. And so we borrowed more money to order the second product, you know, but then it started, the sales started moving where we were starting to we able to pay back the money that we borrowed. And it's like, okay, I think this is something that is actually going to get us to that end point of the whole reason why we started Amazon in the first place was we wanted that financial freedom. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's like, uh, I, I was talking to my my brother's wife the other day, because we were talking about uh, how he has a short temper, like, like people think that I get angry at some things. But you should see my brother, he's kind of borderline insane with how he is like snaps, but he has a young son who's about six years, six or seven years old now. And he's starting to attribute or get those same attributes where if something doesn't work the first time, they just get mad and say, "I'm I'm dumb, I can't do it. This doesn't work or whatever. It's like, you try it one time, man, like, like you're gonna have to probably learn to do it the right way, not just try it your own way. And then like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So um, I think there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they have that fear of failure, or when they do fail, they think that, that it's an impossibility for anyone to be able to do it, let alone them to do it. And then secondly, for them to do it, even if somebody else can do it. So I think, you know, I always, I've been telling a lot of people lately, especially like, you know, doing on podcast appearances, if you're afraid of failure, don't start a business because you're going to fail at least once, if not more.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So yeah. Cool. So obviously, when you guys kind of started to get another product going, then, you know, let's kind of fast forward a couple years now. So you, and you have a business going, you have more products in the business, and, you know, even a different brand, a line of products and everything that you've put together. What's that business look like? Uh, you know, like right before we even met you to where you have actually now seen, you know, a massive growth, right?
0: Yeah. So, um, so with the, with the Starry Lights, it was something that we, we, we liked, but it wasn't something that we were really passionate about. So, um, Emily and Jennifer that, um, came up with what we, our current brand now, which is something totally separate again. Um, so it's like we were going to start over again for the third time, but um, we were able to use money that we were making from the Starry Lights. So in 2017, we launched our current brand. Um, and I think having, being super passionate about it, even though it went against what other people might recommend you do. Um, when you first started you know, selling on Amazon, it was just, it was the whole, the whole game changed. And so um, we still didn't understand necessarily branding, brand creation, PPC, like there was still a lot that we were missing, but we were, because of the passion that we had for it, um, some stuff just kind of came naturally um, as far as brand creation. I know now, um, especially like going through your guys' program and stuff, how important it is to create a brand and not just sell products. Um, so in um, 2017, 2018, I think with 2018, I think is when I first heard about you guys, we were doing well. Um, but like Percy said, there's like, you don't know that you don't know things. Right. Until you either find out about them or you make a mistake and then you have to learn from it. Um, so I felt like at that time we were doing a lot of things right, but we didn't know what we were doing right and we didn't know what we were doing wrong. Yeah. So, yeah. So in um, 2000 and, it 2018, that we went to our first seller con. And that's where um, we found out about you guys and your guys' program. Um, yeah. so yeah,
1: I think it's actually, it was only last year, which is crazy. I think it was July Was of it
0: 2019.
1: Yeah. Doesn't it seem like five years ago now?
0: Oh, it was 2019. <laughs> oh my gosh. It it's crazy. Is like so long ago. 2020 this is, is like four
1: years long. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. So it was, so, so all of 2018, we were completely on our own. Um, we were doing really well, or at least we thought we were doing really well. And it was then that we actually took our first. Profit, uh, which was the most exhilarating thing, like I, I can't even describe it. But what's funny is, like, because there's three of us, we split the profit three ways. Um, so our first profit check, I remember, was seventy-one dollars and forty-five cents, <laughs> <laughs> and that's after having started in 2015. You know, so 2018 we got our first profit check, and then from there, you know, we've we've been able to take profit, and it's a lot more now, but. Yeah, so it was at SolarCon, and then uh, Kirstie was on stage, and she was talking, and it was, I just was having light bulb moments, like, that's exact, she's describing exactly what is going on with us, you know, so it was kind of like, even though we didn't have the full answers yet, it was like, there are things that we know that we're missing, but we don't know what they are, and, and just the, the things that Kirstie was saying kind of aligned, and so then it was there that we signed up with you guys.
1: Cool. Awesome. So, Let me ask you a question. Now, obviously, you currently we'll, we'll talk about your current business and your situation right now, like in a little bit. But if I could just ask you, like, if you could just take because there's gonna be a lot of people out there that, that are like, you know, struggling to get be to be more successful, like, but from your perspective, if you could remove like any barriers and constraints from your business right now, what would you do? Or what would those be to build your business faster or, or grow to the, the level that you want? Or you know, just be successful in your, in your eyes. Right now. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't million, know.
1: Just a million dollar cash injection from an investor.
2: <laughs> or Maybe <laughs> well, that,
0: that maybe I from, mean, I guess that, I mean, from that's, when that you is starting through yeah. to uh-huh. now
2: you, you mentioned that there was, you know, some things when you, when we were, when I was talking on stage, you were like, Oh, maybe that's the thing that I need. So were there some things within that process that you were like, "Oh, I wish I'd known that!" Like three years ago. What, what, what were those core things that you could say? If I'd have known that, I could have kind of accelerated the process.
0: The biggest thing for me was really what a brand is and how to create a brand. Yeah. Um, because when we first started, we were Amazon sellers. We, you know, we had a product and we were selling it. Um, and then we had our second product and we were selling it. And although with the second product, I was trying to create a brand. I didn't under, I didn't know what it was. I didn't understand. I actually like several times. I remember asking them, okay, what's the difference between the name of our business and a brand? You know, just like, it didn't click for me. Um, so basically when you were on stage and so you were talking about it, um, it it validated what we were doing um, as far as we had actually were really creating a brand with our supplements um, where before we weren't. And so that, I mean, that's the biggest thing is really understand like when you first start on Amazon, there's so much to learn and there's so much to do, but if you really nail down branding everything else kind of falls into place and it's so much easier.
1: Yeah. I was just going to say, you don't have to restart that process of new products, new brands. Every time you just kind of find complementary things together. Right. And then you don't have to redo all that work. You've already got it done once. So then you kind of just build it out from there across, you know, a lateral position is is a part, you know, separately from different verticals. Right.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah.
2: Cool. I think also as well, just to, um, Especially where in terms of where you're at right now in your business, you know, when you're successful on Amazon, then other things start to pop into your head, right? And they're like, Well, how how else am I going to grow this business? And having a brand enables you to think like that, number one, because it's then easier to think, well, yeah, of course. Like if I'm building this brand and I'm building it around a customer, then that customer could probably shop here or could probably shop here or probably shop here. And so the distribution channels, because Amazon at the end of the day, it's a great way to build a business because, you know, it's probably one is the least cost to start. Um, and loads of customers go there. Right. So it's like the fertile ground, but also there are other distribution channels obviously as well. And being able to go direct to customer and things like that, which I know that that's where you guys are kind of sort of thinking right now in terms of growth. So um, having a brand enables you to easily transition. Not well, not easily in terms of you still have to learn other channels. But being able to see yourself, you know, serving a bigger customer across many distribution channels.
0: Totally. Yeah. It it, it kind of like opens up a whole new world. It, yeah. it Like you, there's still decisions that have to be made. There's still things that you have to learn. You know. And but it just it's just so much easier to visualize the future when you actually create a brand for you know the specific audience that you're you're wanting to market to
2: yeah there's something as well that i just wanted to pick up when you said you know we were amazon sellers and i think this is uh, basically the industry kind of creates this um persona right it's like i'm an amazon seller amazon sellers this amazon sellers that whereas it's, it, well, I used to call it the barbecue test, right? Being from Australia. So I'd be like, okay, if I go to a barbecue, am I going to be happy to chat to people? And they say, what do you do for a living? And I go, oh, yeah, I am an Amazon seller. It's kind of, what does that mean, right? It doesn't mean anything. Whereas I like if you're the mystery, a-
1: Kirsty. all right? I just like to t- say mysterious stuff at a barbecue.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not allowed to tell you. Um, but you know, if you're creating a brand and you say like, this is this is the brand that I'm building which is very different i think it's just a different perception and at the end of the day who cares what other people think but i think it's more about how you you know connect to what you're doing which is what you were talking about earlier
0: yeah that's exactly what happened um for the the first few years that we were in amazon someone would ask what do you do it's like i have my own business oh you know what do you what is it and it's like i sell on amazon that was my answer. Yeah. I, I, always, I always hated that answer, but I didn't know like how to answer the question. And then um, once uh, once we started creating our actual brand, um, now if someone asks me, my answer is I don't even mention that we sell on Amazon. You yeah. know, I, I you know, I'm an e commerce, you know, I have an e commerce business and we sell herbal supplements. You yeah. know, sometimes people will ask, Oh, do you sell on Amazon? It's like, yeah, that's that's one of the platforms that we use.
2: Yeah. It's, it's a like different,
0: totally different, totally different mind, 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 uh,
2: set. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I love that because I think in terms of being able to build a bigger business, having that mindset switch, it's, it's very simple. It sounds easy, but it actually opens up your mind to lots of different things as well. But really understanding where your core business is still coming from, but then being able to leverage that. So talking on that then, what do you think you're, and I, I know you've got your sisters as well, but we're talking to you today as well. What do you think your unique skill has been to allow you to become successful or not allow you to just to be successful?
0: Well, I mean, the, the my main hat in our business is customer service, which I think I have the best hat. Jennifer does all the finances and um, stock and and. She does a lot of stuff, but that those are her main things. And Emily does all the listings and um, photos. She actually takes all of her photos. Um, so she does that whole thing. Um, I don't remember what your question was, but <laughs> <laughs> what well, yeah, do you think? think your that...
2: like your you said you talked about customer service in terms of your unique skill to be successful, just generally, as you know, someone who's wanting to, you know, create their own lifestyle, someone who's wanting to create their own wealth in the future, that type of thing, you know, what do you think is the unique thing from you that has made you successful in that journey?
0: Like my whole whole working life, I've always been in kind of like a customer service type job. I've always been an office worker. I've been office manager. I've been, you know, a department head, you know, and, and things like that. But it's always dealing with people.
1: So, do you think that maybe, like, your knowledge of having worked with people extensively helped you kind of craft a business that focused on the customer first?
0: I think so. Um, I mean, there—I don't know, like, what other people do, but you know, if we have a customer who is has questions, I answer their questions. You know, I actually take the time um, and talk to them. I'm the one who answers the phone, so we actually get customers to call us and they're always surprised I'm like oh you're one of the owners it's like yeah you know I mean I could send that and have somebody else do that for us but I actually really like doing it. Um and if we have any dissatisfied customers we refund them or we give them products you know it's because it's like I guess I I am in tune with I mean how I like to be treated as a customer. You know, and so I forward that to how I think our customers would like to be treated and we, I don't know, but we've gotten so much feedback from customers and just how appreciative they are, or how happy they are that I took the time to not only answer their email but to answer it quickly. Um, you know, I've had several customers tell us that they are customers for life just because I took the time to talk to them.
2: Yeah, and especially with your business, as you mentioned, you know, it's a it's a business that someone, uh, sorry, a product set that. People will want to buy either cross products, mm. complementary products, but also the same thing over and over again because they probably still need to continue to use that thing. Yeah. So your business specifically as well, it not that's an awesome skill. But I think what you're saying as well is is that a lot of people kind of underestimate that part. You know, it's that part that we outsource straight away or that we, you know, we're focused on the next hack, right? The thing that's going to get us a sale. Whereas you're focusing directly on the customer that will also get you, you know, ongoing sales in the future, which um, yeah. it's, a very, it's a very important, unique skill, um, but very underutilized, I think. Or we, we kind of forget that it's one of those things that we should do in the business.
0: Yeah, well, you just have to look at like who, who is the person that's buying your product? It's another person. Yeah. So, I mean, you can have the perfect listing and you can have, you know, all, all of the technical things done. But if you're not a real person to your customers, they're not going to be as inclined, I guess, to engage with you. And, and that's really the whole thing with every any business it doesn't matter if it's a service business or a product business or anything, you have to have customers in order to have
2: sales. So yeah, yeah. Love it.
1: So you mentioned that you kind of paid yourself the $71.45 or whatever it was for your first profit check. And obviously now your business is, is much, much bigger, but was there something along the way you talked about, like you didn't understand PPC, which is the Amazon ad platform. You didn't understand listing optimization as much as you probably should have, but was there anything like one thing or a couple of things that basically along the way that changed for you, uh, maybe understanding or, or getting more you know clear on something that then helped you get to kind of the, the position you're at today? Um, I
0: think it's a combination of, a lot of things so like I said there are things that we were doing that um, we were doing right but we were able to do better um, after doing your guys's course after um, doing the coaching and such just some like simple things like creating a 90-day plan you know having smart goals actually really understanding your why um, you know and then also learning learning PPC and how to make it work for you. Yeah, I mean, we like just really pretty much anything, any aspect of a business, just like with the emails to our customers, you know, I tweaked them after um, talking to you, um, you were doing a a call with a a bunch of the students. And so I tweaked our emails and I started getting way more response on them just by tweaking them. Um, So yeah, I mean, pretty much across the board, but there really isn't one thing. But just, I, I think just starting with the basics, probably, mm. because if you don't have your basics in, you can do all these other things, but you're, if you're missing the basics, that's that's really the, the fundamental and that's the platform to jump off of.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of people think that once they get to a certain level, they don't have to worry about the fundamentals anymore. It's like, you know, if, if, like, if you're the world's best basketball player, you don't have to worry about a perfectly formed jump shot or getting really good at free throws anymore because you just score a lot of points because you can drive or dribble really well. Well, that's not the case because if you work on those and you score a lot more points and you actually become a lot better basketball player, you learn the team game, all that kind of stuff. So I think that's kind of where you guys were open to that coaching and saying, okay, maybe we are missing some things right from the start. Let's go back and look at these things and then when you, you understand those pieces, it kind of connects it all together, and you're able to rapidly understand and sh- make changes to get much faster results as well.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I I felt like at the in, in 2019, um, if you compare that to to when we first started, I, I I felt like we were hot shit. Like I thought we were we were like we were doing great, but then um, when we started your course, we all agreed that we don't know it all and we're not going to have this idea that we know it all. So if you talk about something in one of the videos or on a call and we were like, oh, you know, we already know about this. It was like, no, we're cancelling that. We're going to actually listen. And then when if you told us to do something, we did it.
2: No, that's a great attitude to have because we don't all know everything all the time right we're always constantly learning um i think that's a great that's another unique skill i think um you probably couldn't think of that one off top of your head but just being having the having the um ambition but also the being humble enough to go you know what well maybe maybe the you know these people know a bit more differently about what what we've done in the past so let's have a listen and let's actually action it and see if it works i mean awesome so if you can cast your mind back back to 2015 what advice would you give to little heather you know someone who wanted to start their business before she was hot shit and to say <laughs> you know what 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 advice would you give someone right off the bat thinking about starting their amazon business
0: um first thing is don't give up if you need like if you need to take a break if you're just totally overwhelmed take a break but don't be gone too long don't you know don't take a break for a month take a break for a day or a couple of days so that you can kind of just get in a, in a fresh mindset and then go at it again so that's the biggest thing don't give up it I think it's inevitable it would be hard-pressed to find somebody who hasn't failed in one aspect or another um, you know in a journey of starting a new business um, so that's the biggest thing is don't give up uh, other thing is, I wish that I had known at the time is to be be confident in what we're doing. We were we just we second guessed um, ourselves many times, and um, if we had just started with what we actually really wanted to do, I think things would be better or different. You know, we're doing really really well, um, but starting. I mean, I can't imagine like we started our current brand in 2017. If we had started this in 2015. Yeah. I mean, we would have gained two years on that. And yeah. then the last thing is, and the last thing is, and this is what's really made us successful is actually building, understanding what um, building a brand means and both full out on
1: that. Nice.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah. I think they're all great pieces of advice because you know, you, you can't, can't will yourself to victory every time sometimes you actually have to stop take assessment of what you're doing to see if it's the right thing to do listen to other people's advice about what you you should do and, and you know sometimes it's not the best advice but you know get with somebody who's actually done it before and, and has helped other people do it before and then follow that and then you know have the confidence because if if you keep second guessing yourself then like you said you could be years behind of your progress and i think there's a lot of people out there who don't even pick a product because they're just not confident and if they would have done that a year ago or 2 years ago when they thought first thought about it at least they'd have that either that first failure or they'd actually have done something to help themselves 2 years in advance i mean everybody always says when's the best time to start selling on amazon and i say today why wouldn't you start today like it would have been better yesterday but you got to start today you can only start today <laughs> like you can't start 10 years ago and be like hey i've got a time machine i'm going to make all this money in the world but there's nothing stopping you from doing it now and giving yourself that that head start of where you probably would wait until you know a year or two later from now to get started. So I think that's pretty good advice. Um, with all the you know ups and downs of the businesses and 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 you know having products that had didn't work out that way, you wanted give us an idea of what your business looks like now. Obviously, like you, we see screenshots from you. You're on our results page on our website, and um, you know I think some of the 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 most fun thing is learning how you guys are be- becoming successful and living the lifestyle you want now.
0: Right. Well, um, in 2019, um, I think it was the middle of the year, uh, when we got, when we started your program, um, and we had doubled our sales by the end of 2019. So we were kind of get like, should I just give you actual numbers. Sure. I'm fine with that. So we ended 2019. By the way, these are
1: not typical. These are just Heather's results.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We ended 2019 with $840,000 in revenue. And half of the year was um, doing your guys' program. And I know 100% that we would not have reached those numbers if we hadn't been receiving the coaching. That's Mm -hmm. another tip. If you can get coaching, if you're a new Amazon seller, do it. It saves you so much time and, and so many mistakes. Um, anyway, so that was the end of 2019. So last year we ended at 840,000. And this year we are on target to um, end at 2.25 million in revenue. So you doubled again. So, it's almost triple. yeah. yeah. triple. We almost, well, almost <laughs> tripled, yeah. yeah. And... and um, there's things that we're doing that we, um, I think in 2019, maybe Jennifer had this idea or I don't know, but it's just like the the way that we're expanding now, uh, we're going, uh, we're we're so close. I think today or tomorrow, we're going to be shipping our first product to Amazon UK. And yeah. so we're, yeah, I know. It's been, that feels like that's been a long time coming. Uh, but so we're expanding into other marketplaces. Um, we are, um, we do have a website and so although now these are just our Amazon numbers um, this doesn't include our website numbers and stuff, but because Amazon is the main platform that we use, um, mm-hmm. you know, but we're, we're expanding and we have our website and we are getting sales off of our website and we have a very committed customer base who, you know, we have a 70%, um, what's the word? revive repeat, repeat yeah buyers. Repeat yeah, re- yeah, re- yeah, repeat customers um yeah so this
2: i mean that's that's incredible and it's fantastic <laughs> it is incredible i mean the fact that and this is this is how i think quickly you can start to grow it's like the you know the exponential rate once you've kind of figured all that stuff out that took you a while but you got there you know and you're still successful um but once you've got that base, like you said, and then you're literally just repeating, repeating, learning, repeating, learning, repeating, um, and now that's the type of growth that you can experience, and you haven't even expanded yet. So, like, this is literally, yeah. you know, one market, products that you're optimizing as well as launching new products. But you mm-hmm. guys aren't crazy with that either. It's not like you've launched 100 products or anything like that. You know, you've got no, your base we only
0: No, we only have 13 products. Exactly, mm-hmm. right. So
2: um, 13 yeah, products. Yeah,
0: we have a Yeah, we have a plan to, um, of course, we're going to expand to more and things like that. But that's right now that's manageable for us. um, And we're concentrating on expanding into the other marketplaces. Um, yeah. Yeah,
2: that's that's amazing. So I think it's really good for people out there listening to to understand that you don't need hundreds of products. You guys have got 13, one marketplace so far, and you've managed to triple your business in one year, double your business in half a year kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um you'd done a lot of work before that to learn. Um but that's why you shouldn't give up guys because your first product failed, your second product was good, um but it still wasn't what you went forward with. And then third time lucky, if you like. Um you decided to build a brand that you guys were passionate about that you knew you were going to stay within that brand itself and expand the brand and that's the type of results you can get, which I think is amazing. It's a real journey, pardon the pun, but it is a real journey of a real brand business owner using Amazon, <laughs> not yeah. an Amazon yeah. seller, right? Yeah, right. I think exactly. I think,
1: uh, Jennifer, or Heather, Heather probably felt like hot shit in 2019, but now she probably feels immortal.
0: <laughs> well, no. <laughs> well, the thing is, is, what's funny is like, yeah, I felt like hot shit then. I didn't know really how much more we could expand, you know, like I, I had these ideas and these dreams and whatever, but it wasn't totally realistic. And then as we were going through your guys's program and receiving your coaching, it's becoming, you know, became more and more realistic. Like, okay, if we're going to set a target for 2021 to make 5 million in revenue, we can do that. Like that yeah. actually seems real because now we know how to do it. And yeah. We know, You know what I mean?
1: Let me, um, let me where, ask you one quick question because I think the idea here is that obviously now you should be able to pay yourself, right? So are you currently living in a tiny, you know, one bedroom apartment in LA, not paying yourself and just putting all the money back into the business? Or what's this kind of like for you now?
0: No. Um, in April, I quit my job. I work solely on Amazon I spend maybe five hours a week on my business. Um, the rest of the time, I do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I'm learning to play the piano, and you know, I'm spending a lot of time with my daughter and traveling. Um, so, yeah, just things that I I never would have that I couldn't do before. Um, mm-hmm. Same with Jennifer and Emily. Like Jennifer. Has another business that she has with her husband that she's had for years, um, but there it's actually realistic now for them to get out of that business and sell that business. You know, wow. so she's so she's working on that right now. And Emily Emily works. Um, she doesn't have to, but she actually works at her kids' school um, because she wants to. Um, but other than that, you know what I mean. So it's just like we are paying ourselves profit and we are, you know, having to split it three ways, I'm still getting enough profit after everything is said and done every two weeks that I don't have to do anything else. Mm. I don't have to, you know, my husband, um, he works, he has his own business, but he doesn't have to have his own business. You know, I think he, he does it for, for sanity, you know, so that he's actually doing something. Um, yeah. So my life is completely different. There's so much more that I want. But I have everything that I need. That's awesome. That is,
2: that's awesome. Especially, you know, a 2.2 2 million, 2.2.5 million business paying literally three of you, four of you potentially, if you count your husband or maybe Jennifer's husband as well, that's five, <laughs> um, to have their lifestyle that you actually can that you want. Right. And yeah, right. You might want a private jet in the future or whatever, but at the end of the day, those are kind of like the the nice little cherries on top. Right. Um, but that's what that type of business can, you know, once you get the numbers right and everything that can actually pay for all of you guys to have the lifestyle that, that you want, which I think is amazing.
0: Yeah, for sure. There's still things, you know, I'm, I, I have debt that I'm still paying off and I, and I am renting, but, that's mostly because I don't want to buy a house in California. Yeah, yeah. you know. So, so we're looking, we're looking at other states now where we're gonna buy properties.
2: But uh, sounds sensible yeah. to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I actually rent too, just because I'm like I can take the cash flow from uh, a house and put it into a business and actually make money out of it. So what's the point? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. very cool. So just, uh, you know, obviously, just one last thing, was there any resources that really helped you on your journey? We obviously talked about you working with us, but is there anything that like, you know, I think you mentioned it, you said if you can get the coaching, get coaching, so that way you kind of don't get sidetracked, you can cut all that time, all those mistakes. Is that kind of one of the biggest things that has kind of put you forward in in your business?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that I don't know, I can't say for sure. But I honestly believe that we wouldn't be where we are. If we didn't do the coaching that we've done with you since 2019.
1: Cool. So it wasn't like some ninja trick on Amazon, it wasn't some software tool that got you to where you were, it was actually getting your business built the right way and and fundamentally changing your mind about how to fix it and everything. Yeah. Awesome. I think that's, I think that speaks volume for a lot of people out there who are trying to do the exact opposite, you know, they're trying to find that little silver bullet. They'll they'll buy anything. They call, we call it shiny object syndrome. They'll buy anything, thinking this is the right thing to fix their business. But I think if you just do things right, have sound strategies, and do them at your own pace with the resources that you have available to you, I think you are a lot more you you have a lot better chance of being successful than just throwing money at things and trying to fix problems that way. Because in reality, yeah, of course, you know, working with us in, in our coaching program does cost an investment. You know, a certain amount of money but it's not to like get one thing that'll just change your business. It's to actually help you grow and, and make your entire business better. So I think that's pretty awesome. Um, not trying to toot our own horn, but I think that, you know, when we first met you and then seeing like you saying like, oh, my goal is to double our business in like three months or something. I was like, that's crazy. And then you had done it. And I was like, holy shit, like that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, I mean, you guys were committed. So that was really good. And, and I think, you know, that is a, a superpower of you guys as well. as like set a goal commit to it and then work your butt off to try to get there.
0: Yeah, exactly. You have to do it. Like you actually have to do the work. Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, obviously thank you so much for coming on. Heather. We'll let you go have fun with the rest of your day, uh, learning piano or doing whatever the hell you want. Like you said, uh, but <laughs> we want to thank you for the great insights and information. And guys, if you like what you heard today on the show, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share our podcast with friends who might get value out of it as well. Also, if you're looking to get some free training, head to www.goteamreal.com to see our real Amazon seller training there. And we'll see you on the next show and we wish you the best for you and your business. Bye for now.
0: Don't forget to subscribe. And if you would like to get more information about selling on Amazon, head to goteamreal.com for some absolutely free training.